0: dear listener and welcome to feels like weezer it's the (laughs) podcast where we talk about uh the discography of the rock band weezer song by song track by track my name is martin david tapia
1: and i'll be one of your hosts today (laughs) and i'm your other host today eric nash from almost famous minute yeah and we've got a
0: guest here uh introduce yourself
2: Yeah, my name is Corey O'Flanagan, and I host the podcast, Song Facts Podcast.
0: Yeah, and um, normally every uh, episode we talk about a different song in uh, Weezer's discography. Today's no different. Today we're talking about the song, Freak Me Out, track 11 from Make Believe, clocking in at a a scintillating 3 minutes and 26 seconds. Let's hear a little bit of it now. City streets at night
3: can be so intimidating I'm not the toughest guy I got to keep my eyes open You came out of nowhere man you really freak me out I'm so
1: Let's start off with you. What are your general thoughts on the song Freak Me Out? Oh boy, Um. I mean, yeah, I, I kept coming up with all these other uh, bands and songs of theirs and so forth that I just <laughs> would keep thinking about uh, at different points uh, in different ways. But I mean, it, it's just such a, this really interesting, you know, different sound for them. Um, and, and I like it a lot. Because of that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's
0: refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think this is uh, right up front. I think I can say this is a great song. I love this song. Cool ass song. Corey, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 drawn to it because of the the harmonics. It just it got me right away when I started hearing that because that is such a unique thing and then I'm sure we'll jump deeper into this but um the the I, I my brain always jumps to like how many different guitars are partaking in that and just really trying to dig into how they made that happen and um but it's catchy and I I like the song it's it's I mean it's for a second to last song to end an album on really really great little deep cut they got here
0: yeah i was gonna say that too this is like my pick for the make-believe deep cut like i think uh i might like um a previous song like i think hold me is like a super mega jam in my heart but like uh this one is like right right there it's like i don't know i love it i think it's a great song on on this album particularly but yeah, um, the harmonics are really interesting. I think Corey, are you do you play guitar at all, or are you just like interested in the the workings of the guitar?
2: No, I I do. I I'm limited, but um, I'm, I'm I play a little bit, and then I'm I'm definitely vastly interested in the um the workings of it. One thing that kind of caught my attention was I read something that the guitarist and and um and then Rivers were being interviewed about this song and they essentially were just i guess rivers had to go and learn a bunch of stuff that he didn't know about harmonics and all that and to me you can play it on the fifth seventh and twelfth frets or at least i can but Mm -hmm. it goes way beyond that from what they did in this song from what i was learning about when i was reading that interview so i always love when a song can do that and introduce me some to some new aspects of some music
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to just like read off the thing from uh, from Weezerpedia. I'm going to read the quote from Brian Bell, right? He says, uh, but there's three guitars playing those harmonics. There were notes that I didn't even know made harmonics. It took me a long time to figure out what was going on and how to play it. It was a song for me that I discovered things about the guitar I didn't know about. And that's always amazing when you've been playing the instrument for 20 years and you find a new sound it makes. It's cool, you know. And uh, yeah, I think that's what you're saying, Corey. And um, I think it's it's pretty exciting as a listener too. I'd say,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I kind of I think I read through that same that same commentary, and it was what a just what a trip. I mean, how do you even come to that sort of lead in intro, and then just keep it going throughout a song? It's it's always so interesting to me to try and get into someone's head about that.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been listening to. Uh, this album a lot like recently because of the show mostly but also listening to the demos like the make-believe demos and maybe like rivers was kind of like on a, a harmonics trip or like figuring out like for himself maybe that was something he was doing with the uh with his guitar playing because it seems like on a few other songs let's see i wrote this down the damage in your heart there's uh, some uh, harmonic <laughs> guitar stuff and then there was a demo called uh, for a song called I Was Scared that is uh I don't think <laughs> I don't think ever uh, released on any album. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think so. Uh yeah, and that has like some cool uh harmonic stuff and I think uh I don't know. It just seems that I've I've been noticing the harmonics. It seems like maybe Rivers was like doing that, figuring that out at the time that
1: uh during the years that Make Believe was being recorded. Mm-hmm. It it seems pretty similar to like uh, uh, the Beatles' uh, finger picking white album phase, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that which which they apparently learned from uh, Donovan. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would wonder, like, kind of like what could have that could there have been someone that he kind of learned it or, or heard it from in a sense? Did he hear it some happening somewhere else? And that that'd be something I'd love to, you know, if someone if a listener out there knows anything about knows more about that's something i couldn't yeah i don't about.
0: think there's any information I available i wish there was but yeah listeners uh call in if you have that information uh to the feels like weezer hotline
2: <laughs> i love it lines are open well <laughs> yep. well really yeah really feels
1: like weezer at gmail.com <laughs> is the best oh yeah um uh, but but and then then you know in that that three guitar thing um my bigger my even bigger question that at that point about that is so Rivers is generally the lead guitarist. Brian Bell's the rhythm guitarist. I mean, are they talking about the bass guitar being the third, uh, third guitar playing harmonics, or does that is is it really another you know uh, non bass normal guitar uh, that would have been playing that? And then and who would who was playing it? Is it just Rivers doing double duty? You know, in the studio, or
0: yeah, I was wondering that too. Or like maybe, maybe no like. That, like a guitar that's tuned differently to like get different notes Yeah. because uh like you were saying cory like this is my understanding too of harmonics i'm probably on the same level as you like i play guitar a little bit but i'm not and i do
1: lower
0: <laughs> than you guys that's i'm not sure. a, a, a great guitar player by any means but yeah my understanding of harmonics is that like uh cert- only certain frets like make those sounds
2: well, maybe, well. It, or like- maybe you really got to turn the amp up or something like that, but I think that we can kind of use some clues within Weezerpedia to, to kind of determine this because I, I would guess that one or the other played the third guitar as an overdub because from reading this, it's the only track on this entire album to never be played live, which would to me mean that they just can't physically do it
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense and I like your super sleuthing Corey this is this is the good stuff. <laughs> We're digging in and this is this is what this show's all about yeah but uh that seems yeah definitely probable and they they do mention that there are three guitars oh, I read that I read <laughs> I already read that quote yeah it's uh it's interesting and it's a cool sound. And uh, one of the cool things, like beyond the technical aspects of it, is that I feel like uh, the song starts out with the lyric, uh, like city streets at night. I think that's pretty evocative. And I feel like um, like those cool harmonic sounds are kind of evocative of uh, for me, either like like twinkling stars, like a nighttime sky or like maybe like the lights Mm. of a city. I think it's a, yeah, it's a really cool sound and kind of um, the synergy between that and the lyrics uh, works for me pretty well.
2: I totally agree with that. I, I'm wondering, like I when you say that it takes me to like drive, like being in like evening time or nighttime driving through a city, like on a city bus, looking out the window and like those harmonic hits are like the flash of a neon sign or a street light or something like that. Kind of hitting and i I really like that i've I've got a question do you guys believe that this is actually about a spider
0: uh yeah, <laughs> I kind of went through a journey of like wondering whether or not it was and um I had my own ideas before I read the weezerpedia thing about what this song was, and then I read that it was about a spider and that actually kind of disappointed me because I really liked my original <laughs> interpretation which is uh, spoiler alert, the interpretation that mm-hmm. it came back yeah. around to, like, eventually, once I read all of the facts. <laughs> but yeah, it seems yeah. like it started off as a song about a spider, right? That's like, um, that seems to right. be true. And uh, let's, I'm gonna read, I'm just gonna read another quote straight from BeliefNet <laughs> uh, by way of Weezerpedia. BeliefNet.com says, Didn't you write a song about a spider? to River's Qomo, and River said, I did, but I changed the lyrics because I had the experience with a spider, and I realized I can't write a song about a spider, so I just envisioned something else that's analogous. <laughs> and in this case, it seems like the thing that he envisioned that was analogous was uh, like a, an encounter with a human being, which kind of makes me a little bit uneasy because spiders are like... <laughs> these really, uh, like, inhuman things. And I do kind of understand being scared of them because uh, I have, like, an irrational fear of spiders in my life. I have a little arachnophobia. There was, like, a big spider recently at work that was crawling around uh, on the floor, and my coworkers all made fun of me because I shrieked like a girl and, like, ran into the other room and had to get one of my coworkers to, like, come and take care of it. I don't know if they used uh, sort of corporal punishment the way that uh, that Rivers did in the, the song. Presumably, um, we can talk about that a little bit coming up too, or if they were more humane and just uh, scooped it up and took it outside. And I was so shook, so shook by the experience that I didn't, I didn't even ask. But yeah. Um, so one of the things that kind of leads, sorry, uh, Eric, to cut you off. You go
1: ahead. No, well, I mean, I, I think I think we each need. I mean, maybe Corey doesn't have one, but at least I have a, a spider, you know, story to tell, real quick, hopefully. Uh, and it was actually uh, n- nearly, you know, nearly two years ago. Uh, last time I was outside the city I live in, um, <laughs> uh, and it was actually uh, so it was in Seattle in an Airbnb, and a spider appeared in the bed. This is a terrifying story to me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I, I literally threw myself (laughs) out of the bed. I mean, I've heard of people doing that. I had heard the saying (laughs) and I landed on the floor, hurt my knee, hurt my knee. And I, you know, eventually did, was able to kill the spider, find it and kill it. (laughs) But, uh, I even had to uh, take a picture of it though first and, uh, send it to my Airbnb host. Um, and, and she apologized, <laughs> but oh, that's nice. That was, that
0: was, was, it, it. was it an epic yeah. battle? Did you have to like, uh, yeah. you know, dig through the sheets to find, to find this arachnid?
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, right. It was. It was. It was. It was in the blankets and the sheets. Yes, at one point, that's for sure.
0: I'm scared. I'm scared just hearing this yeah. story. <laughs>
2: that's fine i don't have a direct uh, uh personal experience with it but i what i will say is i don't remember exactly when it came out but late 80s early 90s flick arachnophobia yep. absolutely mm-hmm. troubled my childhood along that in the movie it were the two that just really really got to me as a kid
0: yeah i don't really remember seeing it but um I think I might have. I used to. I know I used to have like recurring dreams about like giant spiders, and I think they came from like way back somewhere in my memory of like that that spider from it.
2: It was an old man from Game of Thrones, was it? Uh, that I I
0: don't I don't get that. Oh, because <laughs> I've never I've never seen Game of Thrones.
2: I'm so jealous. Go watch it.
0: I don't know. I heard the ending is bad, and I decided to just skip it.
2: It's not the destination. It's the journey.
1: Don't stop believing. Um, um uh, sticking on spiders just Please. a little bit longer, if if that's alright. Uh, so one of the three songs I wanted, you know, bands and three songs I wanted to talk about at least bands. Um, uh, and, and they're and they're pretty popular, you know, for Weezer here that we've been talking about them for the last couple album or no no all all the way back to Pinkerton, um, Flaming Lips. So their song from uh, Soft Bulletin, uh, Spider Bite song. So, so that being a real a real story about a real spider incident for one of the band members, you know, I could see that, you know, and and, and Rivers being as much into Flaming Lips as he seemed to have been, at least like I said back back to uh uh, uh I just said it um, uh, Pinkerton um, uh that you know I I could see him saying what he's saying more so because well. There's already been a really great song already written about a spider incident story kind kind of thing. So it's like uh, let's not let's not tread on that lyrically. Yeah, as maybe much. you know let's let's try to change it. up I guess a so. Bit. That's one way to look at it and not be so literal.
0: But I, yeah, I like the way that song turned out. I think there can be it's the, the songs about you know spider incidents are not like Highlanders. You know, like there there doesn't have to be only one. <laughs> There can be however many... It's like, how many songs
1: are there about love? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this album, about uh, <laughs> eight, right? Yep. Eight, eight or so out of the 11 tracks so far. Probably. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you and, got uh, more uh, Spider song, so... Eric.
0: I'm excited about, uh,
1: on this. Well, song. no. So, so, so we had already talked a little bit about, you know, that harmonic thing and so forth. And it's just that general interesting you know pretty pretty uh you know interesting guitar technique i think you know uh and and i don't know that it's harmonics but it's definitely like uh, the the biggest the biggest term i would i would give it is arpeggiated arpeggio you know for the radiohead song street spirit fade out Mm. so it's that that's really interesting that both of these songs involve streets (laughs) you know in their lyrics titles or not title but lyrics um, and, and, and there's this interesting guitar, uh, technique. That's not, you know, all that common. Yeah.
0: I don't think so. At least, at least yeah, for rock sure. Songs, and that's, uh, you know? I think we all mentioned this, yeah. that, you know, uh, that's like a big appeal of this song for me is that, that cool, uh, yeah. technique. Um, but yeah, uh, is it is it about a spider? So I think it started about a spider, and then like it kind of is yeah, right. like this maybe you know make believe story that started with the the germ like the seed of the the spider incident the spider encounter of Rivers to uh, kind of like this cool story. I really like the lyrics of this song because it kind of tells a story, and it doesn't tell like the entire story especially the second verse is um yeah, like kind of funny, I don't know. It makes me laugh a little bit. Like did I hurt you or are you okay? Can I buy you a drink? So it kind of like evokes this person like popping out out of nowhere and like uh, you know, <laughs> the the idea of rivers like maybe like shoving or hitting somebody and then yeah. being like, "Oh, I'm sorry." is uh i don't know kind of like silly and funny and then like um i don't know ultimately like uh <laughs> relatable i think
2: yeah i mean to me the verse and the chorus are what kind of is confusing it seems like the um the chorus is definitely to me about a spider and then the verses are more like like plain as day something else is going on which is kind of my guess is that he had the chorus, and then he was like, "Well, I can't write a song about a spider, so let me just change up these um verses a little bit to make it seem a little bit more human or something like that. I don't know it just it it really throws you off as soon as you get the idea that it's about a spider in your head, you're really just searching for clues as to is this really the truth?
0: I think so, but then um you you know. If you if you swat a spider, or if you hit a spider, you will never ask it, uh, you know, did I hurt you? And are you okay? I think you, you will be able to see, by the effectiveness of your blow, whether or not the spider is okay. And you certainly, I'm pretty sure, would never buy a spider a drink. I would never buy
1: a spider a drink. Because spiders are my enemy. <laughs> Well, well, and that's that's then that is then his uh, big uh, point, I think, he, that he comes to in the bridge. He's, you know, the first line is, "I'm going to try to improve manners. my manners." But then, yes, I'm, but then, but then, it's everyone. Yes, everyone is my friend, and you know, you know, yeah, okay, if he's talking about people every every person every human being is his friend i mean that's a little weird i mean that'd that'd be a great world to live in sure but then if you apply that to you know the animal kingdom more so i think it makes even more sense (laughs) you know that that you know he has this more ideal to uh, of of you know all the animals kind of getting along when one you know Wanting to ha- have this harmonious, yeah, existence. like one of
0: those, um, what are they like the Jehovah's Witness, uh, the little pamphlets where they have like all the all the clouds and rainbows and animals all <laughs> all together. Maybe he's envisioning <laughs> something like that, but yeah, my guess would be that, uh, like you were saying, Corey, the um, choruses like really seem from the you know uh, Weezerpedia quote that we read seem to be about a spider. And then, like, the other stuff seems to be grafted up on top of that would be my guess for the process, you know, if I had to be a process sleuth for the uh, Rivers Cuomo's songwriting. That's how I would say it went down. And then also the bridge, like you were just saying, Eric, probably was added after because I don't think, I don't know. It doesn't, uh, yeah, it might not necessarily make sense uh, for every spider to be uh, Rivers Cuomo's friend. Do you think? Maybe. I don't know. And when you talk about manners, that's not generally something that you talk about. You don't, you you aren't usually polite. Well, maybe I'm not usually polite to animals. I don't know about you two. Are you two usually polite to animals?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think mammals, I don't know about insects.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like when you go down the chain, like as uh creatures get like more and more simple like down to the insect world or the amoeba world especially there's like an idea that like there's a social contract right between like people like we maybe well i don't know this is one way to look at things but like maybe we treat people like nicely because they might treat us nicely back or like there's a it just like makes the world go round a little better you know but when it comes to an animal, that applies maybe for like a dog or a cat or a bear, like a little less, but still to some extent. But when you get down to spiders, you could probably like smash every spider in the world. Well, I guess then there would be ecological consequences, but not social consequences. Yeah. Like a spider, you're never going to, they're never going to smash you back. It's just not going to happen. <laughs>
2: So, I don't know. I don't know. You really need to go watch Arachnophobia.
0: <laughs> oh, I've seen Arachnophobia. I love me a little John Goodman.
2: I mean, we got to consider that this is on the same album as We Are All on Drugs. And so, you got to consider the idea that he might be sitting there after he just squashed a spider, being like, Did I hurt you? Are you okay? Can I buy you a drink? I mean, that's kind of, you got to consider that that might be something that happened. I don't know what his timeline on his drug use was, but. It feels like it feels like
0: yeah, well, the, the album was written uh, over a long period of time. I think he went through like kind of ups and downs of like some drug times, some uh, uh, meditation times, like all all of these things. So yeah, I could I could definitely see that happen, and I do I like this idea of <laughs> Rivers whacked out on whatever goofballs Rivers likes to get or liked to get whacked out on, and uh, yeah, smashing a spider and then immediately apologizing. It's kind of like a weird <laughs> a weird idea that I like. Uh, yeah, and then. Um, After, uh, yeah, and I just wanted to mention, like, the outro uh, musically I think is really cool. There's, like, a little chord change in the end that uh, makes it, like, a little spookier than the rest of the song. And with the, you know, freak me out motif, like, the name of the song and then, like, the idea of being freaked out kind of, uh, for me, it really puts a bow on top of the whole song, which I already, you know, liked and have liked and continue to like yeah and I really like the outro of it too hmm. and also the harmony vocals yeah good stuff
1: well and I, I, I think we're lacking one other new instrument discussion uh last 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 uh, time a week or a couple weeks ago or so <laughs> um uh, we had the uh uh saxophone. And this time we have Harmonica. Harmonica, for the first time since uh, yeah. the Blue album, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: yeah I uh, trust
2: you guys on that. I didn't know. I'm, I was trying to go back through my head and see it. Like, had I heard Harmonica before? But if it's on the Blue album, I will go search for it.
0: Uh, I don't know. I just read that uh, in my yeah. research. I didn't actually. Yeah, but it's... what's the song? Is it uh
1: I, I'm pretty sure it's the lead song. I think my name. My name is Jonas. I think. Ah, crap. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe. Maybe it's. I was thinking Surf Wax America. That's yeah. definitely what I was yeah, thinking of. That might be it. Um In my okay. mind. But uh, listeners, I know you're. You're. You know more about Weezer than us. Even though we have the podcast. Call in. <laughs> <laughs> yell into your phone just yell at your phone you don't even need to yell into it just towards it yeah
1: and you should get yep. through i was i was right harmonica on the first track my name could is Jones. but it could also be on another anything's possible
2: live fact checking i did find a really great um reddit thread if you guys wanted me to uh go through a couple of these snippets absolutely yes we got a uh the title of it is freak me out is fucking great agree and then there's some uh there's some pretty great banter underrated song to the extreme such a different sound from them and it's a great song to have before the album closer one of the best tracks on make believe it always calms me down for some reason and then it really takes a turn it kind of starts here honestly i feel like A lot of make-believe songs are really close to being great, but the lyrics just really take me out of it sometimes. That being said, I love Red and Hurley, so I guess I'm just being kind of selective. And then it still sucks, but I got to admit the whole vibe is cool. Too bad the lyrics suck. Unironically, the absolute worst Weezer song. And then (laughs) this is a good one for you guys to debate. This guy says, look me in the eye and tell me that love is the answer. Hindi version isn't a worse song in every conceivable way. And then the guy who just said, ironically, the worst Weezer song ever says, you're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's okay. You know, there are some wishy-washy people from history. In my mind, when I think wishy-washy, I think Charlie Brown. (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't know. So this guy's for me, is a, the Charlie Brown of Reddit. He's just a wishy-washy guy <laughs> and whatever anybody – the last thing anybody ever says is what uh, they will – I don't know why I gendered this person as he. It could be a she or a they. But, uh, yeah.
2: Well, um, poison face camo. I hope he doesn't take it seriously.
0: Poison face camo, if you're out there, you're a beautiful person agreed. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, um uh so many so many opinions,
1: so much internet. Uh, so I have my my last and th- my third and last uh little comparison that I thought of and it's essentially it's pretty close to the beginning. It's when the vocals come in and the way Rivers is singing here, it really Kept reminding me of a song I couldn't quite nail down. I'm, I'm just like 99 percent positive it's a Bell and Sebastian song, and I'm pretty sure it's also a one one of the female singers that they would sometimes that, that would sometimes gotcha. sing on some of their songs, either Isabel
0: know. Campbell or Sarah Martin.
1: Uh, right, exactly. That's right. And they both uh, Isabel also plays cello, Sarah also plays violin for the group. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it, I, I was trying to listen to some songs selectively, not, not, not go through every single Bell and Sebastian song I have on my, on my phone, but, uh, but, uh, just couldn't quite find it, but I can hear it hmm. in my head. Do you, like, any, yeah, do you have any, do you have any more
0: clues? I've, I I yeah. feel like I know enough about Bell and Sebastian <laughs> that this is, uh, like one of the few areas where like, I might be able to. To guess do you have any anything else for me to go on
1: if if, if i can re- if i can replicate the riff it goes da 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 it it, it yeah, i love yeah, this yeah yeah, right. <laughs> yeah we're kind of derailed
0: um no i don't know i
1: oh, yeah. i but yeah i mean you know for, 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 but but i mean if 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 rivers somehow actually truly incorporated all, all three of these things that I've mentioned, you know, or, or had some effect on this song, I mean, that would be absolutely amazing, but maybe none of them. <laughs> maybe none of them came into play for him. We can only guess. But hmm.
2: yes. well, we do know that the drums <laughs> that he came in with weren't working, yeah. and then he said the song really wasn't working for anyone until the drummer got, they got his licks in it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, the the yeah the the, the discussion there was uh, uh, <laughs> so I don't know if it's kind of they're trying to be a little derisive <laughs> or not to uh, Mister Phil Collins, but uh, yeah they were they were talking about this uh, drum pattern uh, from a from a, uh, a drum machine or what have you or Casio maybe even kind of keyboard <laughs> type <laughs> or what have you uh, that that Rivers was was doing as a demo with it and and I listened to that on YouTube. That demo version and yeah okay I I mean I I hear how it's Cassio like but I'm not sure how I hear it's Phil, Phil Collins like <laughs> <laughs> I think they were I think they were specifically trying to say in the air tonight but I mean the drums from that is is the very bombastic you know the ones that that's the ones yeah. that I think of doo, doo, you know,
2: doo, 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 doo,
1: doo. that are that are clipped
2: and so yeah forth. I mean I would have to think that it would be a lot of reverb and a ton of. I don't even know what that would sound like. But I don't, when I think of Casio, I just think of him making that on a drum machine, right? So it'd be really hard to get a Phil Collins sound on a drum machine, I would assume. But who knows?
0: Yeah, but uh, one, uh, yeah, they didn't go with the uh, Phil Collins or Casio keyboard drum machine drums. They, uh, we get uh, some uh, prime uh, Patrick drums on this. And a cool quote. Uh, that I really like, again, from the Weezerpedia is that uh, uh, Pat's drums are correct on this song. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, I think Brian might have said that. Uh, And I think that's true. (laughs) I agree.
2: Just state it simply. That's all you got to do sometimes.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, So do we have anything more that we want to say about Freak Me Out in general?
2: I mean, for me, it just kind of took me back. I, the, the Obviously, the main song on this album is Beverly Hills. And to go from that opener to this as the penultimate song here is a huge, huge swing in energy and sound. And um, mm-hmm. I just was listening to it and just loving that, that was, those those two songs were on the same album. And I, I, I just I became a huge fan of this. Um, over the last couple of weeks, as I've been just listening to it over and over again, really trying to get it embedded in my head for this.
1: Which you
0: apparently yeah. succeeded at.
2: <laughs> I do. I get obsessed with these things.
0: Yeah, I've been listening to it a lot, too. And this one definitely uh, is a grower. Like, the more <laughs> the more that I listen to it, the better it sounds to me. Um, yeah, I think I said at the beginning of the episode, yeah, this is like... Uh, This is a pick for my, you know, deep deep cut, deep Weezer cut. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a good one to recommend to, um, well, maybe not to (laughs) a new Weezer fan. There are plenty more. Actually, Corey, I have a question. If you, uh, I never thought about, like, the dichotomy between uh, Beverly Hills and Freak Me Out. But, like, if you had to pit these two songs against each other, I'm curious, like, where where you would... uh, fall down on what side of that
2: uh that's uh, a really good question so it takes me back to what i said earlier about envisioning these harmonics uh being in the um in the nighttime, like on a city bus and seeing these lights flickering and things like that so when i was when beverly hills came out i was living in milwaukee at the time and i was um i had a chicken business and i was delivering chicken all around city of milwaukee and that song for that summer was just blasting on the radio so i heard it so many times and so that was like my daytime song and then i think if i put this one up right up against it i'm gonna not i'm gonna i'm gonna back out of making a decision and just say that's my daytime and this one's my nighttime song
0: i think that yeah that's fair and it's like what do you what do you uh you know if somebody asks you like oh what do you like better like day or night like, uh, they're both great. You know, there's, there's good. Things. Yeah. There's yeah. Good but things
2: no, people always used to be like, are you a night owl? Or are you a morning person? I'd be like, no, I'm I'm, a, I'm pretty much 24 seven.
0: But you but know, pers- I'm definitely
2: a morning person.
0: Yeah. Personally, I'm gonna, I'm a night person. So like, really? I'm going to come, I'm going to come down on the, uh, on the freak me outside of this. Yeah. I love both of the songs. And, uh, yeah, I think you're like 100% right that it's really cool that this album goes from, uh, <laughs> from Beverly Hills to freak me out, and a lot of places in between. It's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, Eric, can I? Uh, is it time for me to ask you about the left huh? channel and the right channel? Left channel, right channel. Left channel right,
1: channel, right channel. Left channel, right channel. What is gonna be? Eric right. has some information for ye. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, very much in keeping with what we've already talked about a bit with the harmonics, I mean, in, in these th- three guitars, I mean, I definitely wasn't able to isolate in, in my listening <laughs> for sure. I mean, a, a, a difference, you know, truly between three guitars, but there's at least two, you know, one, one on one side, one on the other that are, and that are creating these harmonics and you get a, pretty different experience you know i mean it, it, at first blush it might it kind of sounds like oh yeah this is, certainly it's the same song it's it's i mean i've listened to a lot of beatles songs especially with their you know uh, uh crazy panning to, to full to one mm-hmm. side or another you know i mean full on you know certain instruments um at, with with one headphone uh you know a good bit um in it, and really hear it really well Uh, that way I I get really, really thrown. Okay. Where is the guitar and getting better? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's like, it's like when I'm listening to left or right, whichever one it was, I don't know. But, um, uh, you know, in this case, I mean, it's not that blatant because of these, I I guess these, because these harmonics, but there is definitely this, you know, slight difference, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, back and forth between these notes that you, that you hear that, uh, that, uh, you you hear you know in, in, in the left it sounds a little bit one way a little bit you know I don't know all right well uh, I don't know I don't know about flat flat or or deader hmm. kind of you know I felt like the right was a little
2: a little Maybe it just doesn't ring out quite as long
3: yeah
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said before, we can only speculate mm-hmm. about how this song was recorded. <laughs> it seems it's beyond me for sure as a guitar player. You know, I don't, I do not understand how you would play this song. Mm-hmm. But I,
1: uh, yeah. Well, 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 Back to the Flaming Lips. I, I forget, Martin. Have we at, have we gone over this before in our little bit of time together? And and certainly Corey can can chime in too. Uh, uh there their album, Zaireka. Oh uh, yeah, have we talked about it? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly own it on its four this this four disc set that is meant to be played on four different stereo systems. Yeah, have you ever gotten
0: have you ever gotten uh, some people you. together and done it before?
1: Oh, uh, not actual people. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I've arranged it on my own, you know, and I I've 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 been able to replicate it and get it and so forth. And but then there was one time when a uh, a uh, uh, a local record store uh, on its 10th anniversary, I believe it was, uh, uh played it back in 07. Cuz I'm pretty sure it came out in 97. Um uh, they uh they played it prop- pretty properly, pretty pretty well. Yeah,
0: I always thought that was a cool idea. Uh I've I've listened to it um like online or whatever, but I do have a, uh, yeah, I do have the CD, the four CD uh, album somewhere around the house here, but I, yeah, I've never actually uh, tried to play them
1: all together myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a great bit of uh studio wizardry to, <laughs> to manipulate, you know, recordings that you've, that you've made, that you, made in with with in mind of doing this this kind of crazy thing um you know to sound a certain way and, or sound and, and possibly sound differently as as they're as they're played i mean cuz cuz the different uh uh cd players uh what have you or or, or digital too uh you know with, with with whether or not there's gaps in between the the songs little little the little gaps or no gaps what have you and they can get out of sync a little bit and but yet they still create this uh, pretty, uh, you know, interesting and and sometimes somewhat disorienting yeah. sound.
0: You know. What? Also, it's fun to say Zyrika. I just wanted to say it one time for yeah, myself. Yeah. <laughs> Zyrika.
3: This has been the Left Channel, Right Channel Report
0: with Derek Nash. All right. Well, that. Uh, think we'll wrap up yep. the uh, left channel right channel report thank you eric <laughs> thank you and next let's talk do you want to do rocksmith first or covers what do we do first uh, i think we okay. normally do covers. let's right. talk about covers there is a song and that's a fact now tell me who has covered that who has covered that song
1: let's talk about covers um yeah so uh through my normal source no covers um but uh going through uh youtube i mean there's definitely a little bit of uh some bedroom living room mainly guys you know what have you a little bit of that there was even like one duo i wasn't too crazy it seemed like they were in a dorm oh yeah um, those
0: two guys where their roommate comes in uh, in the beginning yeah, but yeah, yeah i watched right? that one it was yeah, pretty fun a, yep smell this <laughs> <laughs> i might die <laughs>
1: Oh no, big deal. I might die. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, I wasn't crazy about some of that. I listened a little bit, you know, like with that one and maybe one other. But uh, certainly, there's there's the there's the common one, uh, Weezer cover project, and and I did listen to that fully. And 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 this time, unlike last uh, episode, last song, uh, there was a, a vocal melody replication in that one. There is there was none in this one. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, I kind of wanted to hear that but he's he's singing a little bit you know there's there's a little bit monotony you know there's i think there's some uh you know same notes in a row um every now and then you know certainly certainly the the bridge with the with the uh friends or friend or friends part yeah everyone is my friend um and then there, then there's one more. Uh, I, I did want to point out, point out at least. Uh, oh yeah, Jason I was going to mention that one too. Uh, that one, that one. You sh- yeah, you should check that out. I found that pretty interesting. Yeah, it's
0: cool. It's got like a little more uh, electronic vibe, also kind of like a bedroom vibe. kind, kind not in the same way of like the people yeah. strumming on their mm-hmm. guitars, but like rec- recorded probably by <laughs> one guy. This guy, Jason Porter, presumably you know in his home somewhere and uh yeah it's cool the harmonica solo is replaced by like a pretty cool um like a synth sound and i thought that was like the most fun yeah i agree eric that was a, that's a cool cover i would recommend that anybody listening uh if you like this song go ahead and check it out it's fun
2: yeah, i will i love that i'd love taking like a listener's position here on this and and learning about this i'm so curious if these people are trying to come in and play these harmonics and if they're doing any justice to it
0: yeah, um, there were more covers of this than I thought there would be, especially considering that, uh, like, Weezer themselves has never actually played this song live. And, uh, like, the fact that, like, I don't understand how to play these harmonics, but the uh, the Weezer cover project d- does a pretty good job of, like, hitting those harmonics and, like, they really resonate. And the Jason Porter one, like, is pretty faithful in that way as well. So, yeah, and then there are, uh, yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it for covers. I think we can close up the covers segment. Let's do it, right now. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to keep the, the energy up.
2: Yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we talked about covers. We talked about covers. We talked about. Um, And then so uh, for Rocksmith, uh, unfortunately, as of as of when I checked this, there were there was no Rocksmith available.
0: Do you think that if there was a Rocksmith, it would like they would be trying to teach you like this (laughs) new technique that is like super advanced and you would be struggling to, you know, play these harmonics?
1: Yeah, that would that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, if if the, if the true developers, the real developers, uh, Ubisoft, uh, their people, if they actually went about doing it, that would be pretty amazing. Um, but but you know, most all the CDLC that I've I've checked, I, I checked uh, at one point. So, um, you know, anyone else trying to do it, you know, I mean, it's there's like, I mean, at least half of the CDLC that's out there, at least when I pull it up, it's it's just glitchy and doesn't really do what it's supposed to do in, in, in Rocksmith which is you know actually actually show you and allow you to man, manipulate trying you know try to try to learn songs it, It's not you know people have not coded correctly seemingly. <laughs> so I, I'd, I'd almost imagine that that someone that came along to actually kind of maybe knew what they were doing with with the harmonics <laughs> but probably would then not be able to code correctly. Sadly, that's probably true.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I can agree with that.
0: All right, so no rocksmith. All right, close it up. Play the closing Rock, the rocksmith theme. And now at last we know if this song's on rocksmith. Um now let's talk about our ratings. If you're ready, Aaron. Ra 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 ratings. Ra We decide what we think about a song, and then ra 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 ratings. Ra 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 ratings. A, chorus, a number between zero and ten. Ra 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 ratings. You wanna go? You oh wanna yeah, go definitely. First? Actually, you know what? Uh Can we have Corey go for? It? I don't know. I would yeah. like to hear Corey's rating first if you don't mind, Eric.
2: Yeah, I'm happy I'm to go first, but let me let, let's define the rating system a little bit better because I've oh, yeah. as I've gone through and listened to some of these episodes, I don't think that anybody's ever asked this. And so, what is this a rating of all-time songs every artist ever or is it Weezer alone? <laughs>
1: Uh, uh for for me the way i've approached it is is all time ever oh wow that's
2: yeah. just is such a bigger pool we went from a pond to an ocean okay
1: yeah. um <laughs> yeah and if martin if martin has a different take on it i don't know or zach yeah i mean
2: i think I that know. what we got to say i think that we've talked about this already but i think that what we have here is something that it grows on you in the same way that uh, the, the, uh, the, the, you might have an infatuation with insects and spiders as a kid and as you get older it turns into a horrific fear. This song grows on you and you like it more and more as you listen to it. And I would say that if you sit there and look at the top 10 on um, Spotify of the most played Weezer songs, I think that this should hit number six. So I'm gonna give it a seven because <laughs> I don't like to make Whoa. sense with numbers. I'm not a math person.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's I'd never thought about it before, but I guess if we're if you're talking about like all the songs ranked of all time, like seven's a a respectable uh, a number, that's pretty high up there.
2: I mean, I really, it just grows. I mean, and I think that it adds to me, what I look for when I'm doing a ranking like this And one thing that I've looked for in in so many different ways in my life is uniqueness. And there is something unique to it. Like we were sitting there trying to grind out what was Rivers listening to before to get these harmonics, to, to get this sound. And we don't know. So maybe this is just something that popped into his head and he's just a unique individual and has the creativity to come up with it without being inspired in one way or another. And I think that you've got to give him another level up or two because of that.
1: Uh, so Martin. Oh yeah. My turn. What?
0: what, what, what would oh, you I rated rate it a song? 10, 10 out of 10. Man. <laughs> I think that, yeah, this is uh, uh, one of my favorite Weezer songs, I would say. Yeah, Mm. up there. um, I think I mentioned Hold Me earlier from this album. Hold Me is one of my favorites. This song is right up there. I think it's a great song. I would, uh, yeah, I would agree with uh, Corey that if, um, yeah, if it deserves a place like in the top played, or it deserves a place in the top played Weezer songs, um, maybe in aggregate that it doesn't exactly occupy in our world but in my heart it does occupy that that spot. So yeah, 10 out of 10.
2: Wow, I like that.
0: Yeah. Uh Eric, last but not least. Let's hear it. What's your rating? <laughs> uh
1: yeah, so yeah, again looking looking back like like you were just talking about some of the other songs on this album and Hold Me has been my favorite so far, that's for sure. At a nine, uh, so I'm gonna have to give this a nine point two five to to edge that one out. But also, you know, like you asked, Corey, I mean, you know, it's for me. I, I I think I've been thinking about this in terms of all time. So I mean, it's it's definitely you know up there. You know, I mean, I, I have to give tomorrow never knows the 10 but <laughs> you know this
0: yeah i think if you're talking about songs like one. all songs of all time you can have like a bunch of songs that are tens and then like if you kind of like zoom yeah. in to that 10 uh ranking then like there are probably tiers like there within the 10 you know the top yeah. 10 top 10s or whatever from nine to exactly 10. all the all the all the uh, it, uh not iterations um Fractions, fractions. There you go. I like that. Yeah. There is no right. There is no wrong. It's just how we feel about a song, and when we feel like we feel about a song, ra ra ra, radio. Well, what a cool song, and what a cool podcast we had talking all about it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Uh so it seems like we've come to the end uh do you want to go first Corey? uh plugging anything that you've got going on or just letting the people anybody who may or may not well not the people who are not listening anybody who may be listening tell yeah them, uh, what to those going listening
2: on. and especially to those not listening
0: yeah tell people who aren't listening too yeah.
2: <laughs> um no i host the song facts podcast i'm uh i interview different musicians who are well-known not known at all all over the place just because i love discovering new music and i really like digging into um the songs just like what we're doing on this show but i i try to talk to the artists directly about it and uh and and get it so songfacts.com that's where you can find it and um and check it out we got a lot of great shows and i really appreciate you guys having me on
0: it's been a pleasure you've been a yeah. great guest yeah, thank you beautiful guest vocally (laughs) absolutely in every way vocally (laughs) uh probably physically i don't know i can't see you but i can only assume from your voice that you're a beautiful person ah thanks anywho uh i'm gonna uh, plug myself real quick i uh am a musician you heard uh the theme song at the beginning and maybe a little bit in the middle and uh some of the other theme songs for the segments, that's me. Uh, If you couldn't tell from my goofy-ass voice, that's me singing, playing the the guitars, not knowing how to do harmonics, but doing my best. And uh, if you like that, you can check out some more of my music at uh, bandcamp.com slash martindavidtapia. M-A-R-T-I-N-D-A-V-I-D-T-A-P-I-A. Eric,
1: go. Uh, yeah, you can find me uh, uh, on on this network that we're on, uh, Pantheon Podcast Network, with Song Facts and uh, uh, my other show, Almost Famous Minute, and this one. Um, and uh, that, that's you, you can find uh, a whole bunch of other shows as well at pantheonpodcast.com. Um, so, and you can also find my very first show, uh, Watchman Minute, uh, way back in the day I did with Travis Bowe. A big thanks to him for getting, help getting me started and down this road of detailed uh discussion. Um and uh finally I uh, need to mention uh, the microphone I'm using is uh, was supplied by Harman Audio, uh the AKG Lyra. It's a great little microphone and headphone setup. That sounds great, I think. Uh so I really appreciate that and hopefully we'll see you next time. Uh to uh haunt you.
0: I yeah, sometime. Maybe not yeah, Bye. every day, but we'll haunt you next time we <laughs> we see you. Next time you hear us, it'll be haunting.
2: <laughs> not like spiders, but you know, just in a different way.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, maybe a spider could haunt you um once after you've murdered it. Have you ever do you do you, wait, do you guys believe in ghost spiders?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you really got to watch Game of Thrones, man. <laughs>
0: Wait, are there ghost spiders in Game of Thrones? <laughs> wow.
2: I'm not gonna give anything away.
0: Yeah, I'm never gonna watch it. Just tell me. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe for the listeners, you don't want to spoil it. Okay. No, there's
2: a there's a there's a legend out there, but I don't think it ever came to fruition.
0: The legend of the ghost spider. It feels like uh, yeah. Okay. So what is it? Is it over? Is it over yet?
1: Yep, I I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think we've. we've i the best outro I've
3: been a part of. (laughs) Thanks, guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.